everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Britton. And today we're talking about a movie we had the privilege of seeing uh, that's actually very current. Yeah. It's uh, called Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. And um, I will give a quick uh, full disclosure that we are going to probably delve into spoiler territory. Uh, more than likely. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it is definitely worth it. If you... Uh, do, you know, want to see this movie? Uh, by all means, you know, get back to this. But yeah. it is definitely, de- yeah, you know, we are definitely going to have to delve into it. Like, there's really no way to not delve into spoilers to talk about some of the uh, some of the aspects of this movie. Yeah. So, just a just a full disclosure. Um, and I guess we'll uh, we'll get started. Um, so why don't you give a quick, very brief summation of what this movie's even about? Uh, so this this movie takes place after the events of both uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters and the the Kong movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, God's you know King Kong is, is just kind of they built a dome around him somehow. Like they I, I guess they uh, they they you know put him to sleep for a couple months and then when he woke up he had the dome mm-hmm. and uh, but eventually he starts. You know, getting wind that uh, you know, it's not his, his beloved ape island. Yeah, he's, he's not, uh, not really he, home. Yeah, and you know, starts throwing trees at the dome, and uh, you know, eventually, uh, you know, it, it cuts to then uh, some uh, some guy like or you know. Oh yeah, he was a guy. He has, he has a podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he has a podcast. He works for the. Uh, yeah, he works for this big clandestine organization, uh, a you know, kind of a big tech industry. I, I, I want to say something like a Wayland Utah. Yeah, so, um. something like that. And uh, you know, Godzilla attacks the facility, and uh, he starts getting wind that uh, that there's something. Uh, something kind of sinister in this organization. Yeah. And it kind of ropes in um, the people from the last uh, Godzilla movie. Uh, they get the uh, uh, number uh, 11 or whatever her name is. I, yeah. Really, Bobby Brown, I think her name yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, she gets roped into this guy's podcast, and, you know, because she thinks that these attacks that Godzilla are creating are, uh, are kind of provoked because yeah. he's been kind of peaceful. Uh, recently, like it, it's a uh, you know there can only be one scenario where uh, you know they have to keep Kong at bay and they have to keep Godzilla at bay and if these two meet, it's going to be like a big climactic f- finale to the death. Yeah, and they don't you know the the people who are taking care of Kong they don't want that. There is some really stupid things about this movie, <clears throat> like a Hollow Earth and uh, people yeah. you know delving into the Hollow Earth to find this uh, this power source, but. Trust me when I tell you that it's all worth it. Even yeah. all the stupid yakety yak talking that they have in the beginning of the movie, it is all worth it. I haven't talked about this movie with Britain yet because um, we just got done watching yeah. it. But uh, I think the feeling is probably mutual that this was an awesome fucking movie. Yeah, it, it's like it, it's not going to be anything thought provoking, nah. uh, by any stretch. But it definitely is a uh, a, a fun movie. It is. A, a, a kind of you know just sit back and enjoy it. Like oh go ahead. It, it's a spectacle. This movie pretty much said that all right, we want to do. I mean, if you liked any earlier movies like uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, or just a, you know other Godzilla, was it for 2014? Yeah. Or if you liked Kong Skull Island, if you liked any of those movies, then you're gonna get your money's worth here because they basically yeah. said, all right, we want to do a King Kong versus Godzilla. And let's make it fucking awesome. Let's yeah. deliver on that promise. And uh, here's where we're gonna have to, unfortunately, get into some stronger spoils, 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 uh, some strong spoilers. Is yeah. that uh, we find out this Wayland Utani kind of organization is building Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. And using like the parts from Ghidorah. Yeah. And uh, Godzilla and Kong they duke it out a couple of times. Once in water. Um, once on in in the streets of Hong Kong. Yeah. And, oh, oh, mainly from there in the streets of Hong Kong. Yeah, the, the rest of the battle, uh, the movie takes place in the streets of Hong Kong. And uh, then you, when they find this power source, they upload it to uh, 
to Whale and Utani, for lack of a better term, and uh, yeah, they're able to synthesize it. Mm -hmm. and they upload it to uh, Mecha Godzilla, who goes full Skynet yeah. and uh, becomes self-aware and out of their control. So, and and of course, their organization takes place in Hong Kong. So yeah. after after uh, Godzilla, you know, and Kong duke it out, which uh, one of them, you know, one of them wins. Uh, we won't tell you who. Um, but after that, Mecha Godzilla breaks free and yeah. he just starts tearing shit up. And so, basically, the two monsters, Godzilla and Kong, have to team up to fight Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. And it is every bit as awesome as all that sounds. Mm -hmm. Like the the special effects are are very good. Mm -hmm. uh, like you'll never. Uh, you're never gonna get out of the uncanny valley where you, you don't believe that CGI, but yeah, you're able to, you are able to kind of suspend your suspension of disbelief and, uh, you know, kind of, kind of leave it at the door because some of the, uh, like some of the effects that you take for granted, like, uh, the way water falls yeah. and, you know, the, the scale of things. Uh, they did do. They did do a good job with that. Like there's, um, if you just think in your head about what these two creatures fighting would be like, and you're probably right. Yeah. Like Godzilla is, I think, a little bit bigger than uh, Kong. Uh, they're about the same size, but Godzilla definitely has more weight. Uh, yeah, more weight to him. And Godzilla's nimbler, so he's just jumping off buildings, swinging around. I mean, and King Kong's nim more nimble. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. King Kong's more nimbler. He's swinging off buildings. You know, yeah. he's rolling around. He's just kind of, you know, he's duking it out with uh, with Godzilla as a more of a more of a speed guy. Yeah. You know? And again, it's fucking awesome. Like you you <laughs> you get excited. You get charged up when you see these two kind of fight. And mm -hmm. then again, when they team up at the end to fight uh, uh, Mecha Godzilla, it was just like this is fucking awesome. Yeah. No, they, they they really pulled out all the stops, and yeah, you know, one thing I, I was a little bit worried about is that they would make this series a little bit too gritty and real. Mm -hmm. uh, I I kind of got that feeling with the first one. Yeah. And it, like the first one was all right, but it was not. Uh, it, it didn't really do. It didn't really utilize the potential it had. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know this you know this one they kind of. Like with uh, King of the Monsters, they they just pulled out all the stops and like, gave the fans what they wanted. Like I will say that this is probably the the best of all of the movies because um, I really liked uh, I did like King of the Monsters. Yeah, I didn't see the original uh, the the 2014. Uh, you can skip it. You didn't really miss much. Um, and I really liked Skull Island. Yeah. Uh, this movie was you know kind of I, I it's tough because I just got done seeing this one, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, but like, yeah, I think this one might edge out Skull Island just because uh, the climax is better. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I can get that. Yeah, Skull Island was, you know, kind of one of those throwaway movies, kind of like Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. Uh, or uh, uh, Jurassic World 2, rather. Yeah, to build up to something better. But even though it was a throwaway movie, it was still good. Yeah, like I would say that the the that Skull Island, the best uh, the best thing it had going for it was when we first see King Kong. Yeah. You know, when we first see him and he's attacking the planes, it's like, yeah, this is fucking this is awesome. You know. Yeah, King Kong was yeah, the, King Kong during it was awesome. Uh, John C. Riley was hilarious yeah, as course. usual, and uh, yeah, still a very solid movie. But um, this movie just definitely again. Even though they they they're probably like, all right, we know that we have human characters that have to do stupid human character things. Yeah. Um, it'll all be worth it because the monsters fighting is fucking awesome. You know, trust yeah. us, folks. You go into this movie after the first twenty minutes and be like, this is ridiculously stupid. Mm -hmm. And then uh, by the end, you'll be won over. Like, okay. I'm okay with all the stupid things because it was leading to something good. Yeah. Though that being said, I I did think the whole uh, podcast thing with Eleven it, it was just really a... It wasn't even a B story. It was a C story. Yeah. Like, it, they really could have cut out the that entire sequence and the movie would have not suffered from yeah, it. Yeah, I 100% agree. I really think it was a case of them saying, all right, we still have these characters from the last movie... What, you know, and Eleven is still uh, 
uh, on top of the world right now. You yeah. know, she's still a popular actress. So what are we gonna, you know, what are we gonna do with this? And they just kind of, they 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 made yeah. something to fill in, you know, the uh, the intervening times. But again, to me, it was like, it's bad. You don't need this story at all. But um, but whatever. It's yeah. It's it's not it's not a deal breaker for me. It is just a like all right. I get it. You know. Yeah. Though, like I I would hate to do it, but you know, you you can just kind of cut them out of the movie, and the the whole subplot with uh, you know, the Wayland Utani company. You you can you can kind of intersperse that, uh, with uh, you know, the daughter that he sends along with them. Yeah. Like you don't you don't need. You don't really need the the whole podcaster no. uh, thing whatsoever, but um, yeah, but, but you know that's yeah, what it, I will yeah. say. There's one uh, part of the movie that I do really think was a glaring oversight. What's that? Um, we have talked about this uh, when we were watching it. Um, when they were in the Hollow Earth, gravity is like inverted in certain places. So yeah. like Kong jumps up, and then you know there's like a there's like a mountain like above him, like a stalac uh, stalactite. And he jumps up, and like the gravity flips, and now what he's standing on is, uh, from his point of view, basically the ground. It's yeah, like, they're, they're, there's kind of this ground above them type. Yeah. So, thing. and and in the middle, there's like a little asteroid belt where things are like perfectly balanced and hovered, you know. So, why the hell wouldn't you have the monsters go down there and fight it for a little bit? Yeah. A gravity-defying. Um, <laughs> A gravity-defying fight where, like, he he could literally just leap off the earth and, like, yeah. knock a guy, you know, down and then jump off the ceiling. And it's like, it could be awesome. Like, if, like, I can understand maybe not having Godzilla because that it would be a uh, a bit of a pain writing-wise to get Godzilla down there. But there, there, it's, it's an entire underworld of titans. Like, why wouldn't you have, like, some kind of titan battle in the, uh, you know, in this... You know, band of anti-gravity. Well, the thing is, it's like um, Godzilla blows his breath and makes a hole to the uh, Hollow World. He could have just as easily jumped down there to fight Kong. I mean, yeah, he was going true. after Kong before. Yeah. And I told him I would have had him go down there. You know, they duke it out there. Maybe Kong wins that one because mm. um, uh, clearly this is not the this is not Godzilla's you know locale. You yeah. Know? He can't fight on this because of the advantages to Kong. So Godzilla goes back through the hole to to, or to Hong Kong. God, or I'm sorry, uh, Godzilla goes through to Hong Kong, and then King Kong follows him, and then they yeah. duke it out more now on the streets of Hong Kong. And then you release the Mecha Godzilla. It's like, yeah, that's that's fine. That's that would be awesome. So that's the only thing I was really kind of uh, no, disappointed with. They they had the perfect opportunity to have something uh, unique, and they were just like, you know. I guess I'm just uh, spoiled by all the awesome yeah. shit that they did anyway. Though, though I'm kind of glad you brought up the the Hollow Earth because uh, one thing I, I am kind of curious uh, about is is this that next, yeah, yeah the this weird ape society this long lost ape society that apparently uh, was there yeah. uh, like he like Kong kind of bumbles onto the ruins uh, uh, of this old uh, temple that. Yeah, it has statues and yeah, statues of uh, apes. Statues of apes. It has weapons and tools. It has like uh, it has uh, shrines and a like, throne. It, yeah, it, it is definitely uh, built by a, a, a an advanced uh, society that that can learn and write and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I kind of wonder a what happened to this ape society and b. How advanced were they? Like, I like we were like we were discussing. I was hoping that a uh, uh, Kal El or uh, or <laughs> Jor El or Jor El type hologram would uh, would appear and talk to King Kong and give him a crystal. Like, I I would I hope that it wasn't just Jor. I hope it would be Doctor Zeus. <laughs> it's just his head. Like, you've done well to find the underworld, Kong, <laughs> my son. You have been. To the forbidden zone on top, and made your way back. Welcome home. If you are reading this, I am long, long dead. I imagine that they were advanced, but they weren't. Like they were advanced enough for holograms, but they still like 
Like, he has to, like, if you are reading this or hearing this, my son, you must turn hologram over. <laughs> and there's, like, a little a little tape that, you know, or crystal, you have to turn the crystal over. And then, you know, he keeps on going, You must pick up the axe of destiny! <laughs> like, I imagine the downfall was that, yeah, they were advanced enough for hologram technology, uh, but they weren't advanced enough for irrigation, and uh, yeah, that, you know, just one drought uh, w was enough to just fold up their kingdom. Well, there was that area that had the uh, the kind of rocks in perfect balance and the floating in the air. Yeah. Um, so I like to think that, uh, well, obviously that somebody worshipped a nuke. Uh, yeah. In that temple, uh, it went course. off, and then uh, you know that's why there's still like crumbles, you know, of. Uh, so there, there was an explosion, and uh, just the debris. Yeah, you know, what debris did settle down, just settled in this area of equilibrium. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and an explosion pretty much killed all the uh, the ape scientists who built it and were well, praying to it. Well, the, it wasn't the apes that were praying to it. That's right. It was. It, the it was the the mutants. Um, so we're gonna mix things. It was the uh, yeah they had it was it was lower lesser apes that yeah. were praying to this in our version. Like what it was is that like one of those underground Soviet nukes uh, during the Cold War like they didn't go off. Yeah. But you know they you know the uh, the clan the uh, not the clandestine the uh, uh, subterranean uh, giant apes like discovered it and then re-engineered it and it went off. Like, I I do remember, because uh, in the other Godzilla movies, they also had a Hollow Earth. Um, we were yeah. talking about, like, especially um, Godzilla vs. Megalon. I think that was uh, kind of the big thing. They had that underground uh, subterranean... It, it, wasn't it, like, Atlantis or something like that? something weird like that. And there were, like, this underground group that were just kind of <laughs> upset that, you know, America, or not America, the world yeah, above was, like, doing nukes, so they decided yeah. to, you know, murder him <laughs> with a monster. Yeah. yeah. It, it probably would have worked had there not been a giant monster to meet them. Yeah, if there if there wasn't a Godzilla up there, it would have been fine. Like, yeah. So now, I guess if we mix all these kaiju movies together, I guess all the kaiju come from this one hollow earth where they're just, uh, see, where they're all just giant. I don't, I, I don't want it to be an ancient ape society in robes. I want it to be... I know it might sound boring, but... Okay. A race of giant people. You know, giant people built these, uh, these weapons and everything. Like, hmm. you know, kind of like, uh, giant cavemen almost. Alright. But, you know, the size of King Kong. But just people? Yeah, just people. And they built... I guess they worship apes? No. No. <laughs> Why they build all these ape Why statues? Why they build a statue? Because, uh... Uh, because that was actually, um... They had apes living there, and, uh, that was after Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> they just... Oh. Oh. <laughs> so they had their own... What, they... So they built this temple. Yeah. Some volcano went off and buried some apes. <laughs> buried that and, one ape that yeah. was, like, cleaning the temple. And they were like, all right, well, let's see what happens when we, uh... Like, uh, filled this cavity with lava, <laughs> and, uh, you know, good thing, and, you know, good thing this one ape, bear, you know, died in an awesome pose. Yeah, I, I like to think that, uh, if you look closely, like, that ape's holding a push broom. <laughs> yeah, because he was just cleaning the temple. Well, the, you know, his hands are in the, in the position of a push broom, but they put, like, a, an axe or a sword <laughs> in his hand. Like, ah, uh, ah, oh, uh, well, we can't have him go down like this. Yeah, uh... Hey, we have, we have some big axes. Yeah, just put one of those in there. Yeah, uh, this, yeah, this one, this one will do. That's why it was like there was like three axes on the ground, yeah. but uh, one of them was misplaced. That's why it was misplaced because they put it in the statue's hand. <laughs> like uh, most of the time, it would you know hold hats and coats. <laughs> uh, as I say at uh, after a few after a few years, I imagine like pieces of the statue fall off. So it's like you know it, one of its arms falls off, so they have to like. You know, replace it with something else. I imagine just generations go by and people are taking the, uh, like, they think it's a legitimate statue statue until, like, the face falls off and reveals a skull. <laughs> I imagine there's a, um, there's an ape statue that's missing its arms like the Venus de Milo. <laughs> and they, uh, they all, like, ah, oh, the great master, uh, Leonardo de Gorilla. <laughs> uh, he... He built such a, a lovely masterpiece. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I can buy that. 
I don't know, like... I, 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 I genuinely think that they're apes. They're, I think it's a ape I, society? Yeah, I think it's a whole ape society. Like, I think they were, uh, they, they weren't that advanced, you know, too advanced. Like, uh, maybe early Mesopotamia. Okay. But, uh, you know, somehow Kong, like, his family were, I, I, I guess, were heretics. And were banished <laughs> to the surface. They had to go to Skull Island. Yeah, they were banished there because they didn't believe in the, uh, uh, the one ape god. <laughs> like, they violated ape law. Yeah, they violated ape law, were banished to the surface, and, you know, with the lizard, uh, creatures. And, uh, all, all of them eventually got died off. Like, I... Actually, I'm kind of curious of, uh, what crime... You know, a better crime that his parents could have committed. Other like, than heresy? Yeah, because I like to believe that, um, his parents, like, tried to rob the ape bank. <laughs> like, you know, they, they put on, like, little ape ski masks. Or giant ape ski masks, <laughs> rather. And, uh, you know, and uh, climbing's in their nature, so it wasn't oh, yeah. it wasn't hard to get into the, the bank. But then they got caught. In fact, I even imagine they were wearing the typical burglar outfit of, like, the, the, the white and black stripes kind of thing. <laughs> Like oh. the Hamburglar. And is it just a vault filled with bananas? <laughs> Actually, I think it's even where it's, uh... First of all, that would be a terrible vault, because those things that, you know, they go very quickly. Yeah, well, oh, they're giant subterranean bananas. Maybe they last longer. <laughs> like, the whole place is irradiated, so, you know, it could. Like, they open up the vault and it's just mush. It's just black mush. Look, it, I, I, they like mush. Well, <laughs> no, I think it's just filled of uh, multi... Uh, just various rocks that they thought was pretty. <laughs> like, the, the various shiny rocks that they found. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, uh, to us, they're like boulders and everything. Like, why are they- yeah. Why are they saving these stupid boulders? But, uh, to them, it is the basis of their currency. Uh, it, it, it has no value, but it is fiat. <laughs> they, uh, Kong's parents, they steal the Duke's boulder. <laughs> the Duke's favorite boulder. <laughs> and uh, yes, Duke Kong. Duke Kong. Well, well, they're not all Kongs. Uh, maybe there's like multiple fam families, like the, uh, like he, you know, he is of House Kong, <laughs> and, and like the the you know the other ones of House Chim Chim, or something <laughs> like that. House of Coco. House Bobo. <laughs> and uh, so they, yeah, these these two, these two are. Uh, there's a peace between all the houses, you know. Yeah. But oh, hey. At least an equilibrium. Yeah, and uh, and House Kong violate that piece by trying yeah. to steal the the uh, the pebbles from the bank. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a Game of Thrones scenario. <laughs> the five the, the five great ape houses go to war at each yeah. against each other. And uh, you know the Kongs were banished uh, as a result. Yeah, and they had to give up their pebbles. <laughs> I imagine there's a, it's almost like the. The Godfather, you know, where you know it's like the uh, the big the big New York City mafias all yeah. go to go like this one's like just the Kong father, and yeah, like, <laughs> like an ape you know enters a room and uh, you know kisses another ape on the uh, boulder ring, <laughs> and uh, you know on the day of his uh, daughter's wedding, like I imagine that there is a uh, that. Actually, I don't want it to be Godfather. I want it to be just taught political intrigue, <laughs> like <laughs> like House of Cards. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, it's not uh, it's not over the top, you know, violent or anything like that. But there is a uh, you can definitely see the machinations of these uh, <laughs> apes trying to you know kind of unseat other apes. Yeah, like, like uh, there's scandals. Mm -hmm. There's a there is a murder, but it's more of like. You know, one ape has a dead ape prostitute in his, uh, in the back of his... I, I imagine it's a Fred Flintstone-type car. Well, I imagine the car, you know, I, that's fine. I don't think, you know, like, I I think that the, the dead body is, yeah. um... I think that it is a, uh, like... The, he ran over, like, the, one of the other apes, like, kids. Oh, you know, with like his it. Fred Flintstone uh, car. Oh, okay, so it's, you know, House Kong ran over, like... Uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, young senator from house, uh, young senator's child from, like, uh, House Bobo. House Bobo. And, uh, so, what he does, uh, what House Kong does is, uh, you know, they, 
they they put the they put the you know the dead ape kid like in their car and then yeah. they drive it you know somewhere and they try to bury it. they try to bury the scandal and um like well I don't think like I at that level like I don't think they would that they're at burying territory I think they uh uh they, they they put him in a car in his car and have stage an accident and put like a giant syringe of uh Kong heroin in his arm. <laughs> Banana heroin. Yeah. I, I was actually gonna go a different route where, you know, they they don't they, they bury the kid or they you know they they get rid of the evidence so they don't get found out. But now yeah. House uh House Bobo, you know, they they don't wanna lose face because they're like, What happened to our kid? Where's our kid? Yeah. So they you know, they cook up a uh, a kidnapping scheme and say that their kid was kidnapped, mm. and House Kong knows it's a lie. Yeah. But uh, they're trying to use this tragedy, you know, to uh, House Bobo. They're trying yeah. to use this tragedy to kind of gain more power. Because yeah, House Bobo, d despite their their goofy name, they are the most cutthroat of the uh, of the houses. Like so, they, they yeah. they'll. You know they'll they'll stack any uh, any cards they can mm -hmm. uh, so long as they don't get caught in the process. So now they want to use uh, they want to use this grief as a way to grab more power. Yeah. And House Kong knows that if they reveal the secret of what happened, it will expose them as liars, and it'll uh -huh. you know it'll take them you know take the uh, House Bobo down. Yeah. But it'll also expose them to killing the uh, to killing their. You know, House Bobo's kid, and yeah. uh, so it really is a, a you know, it's a it's a conundrum. Do they reveal their part in this, or do they you know let them seize power? And uh, I, I eventually, I think eventually it is revealed uh, that how it, House Bobo does reveal, or it is revealed that uh, that they had staged the kidnapping, but you know. It, they say it's out of grief or retaliation, and you know House Kong does get the inevitable banishment. I think that um, what happens is House Bobo. They uh, yeah they're using this this uh, this kidnapping ploy as a way to you know get this power, and House Kong they uh, they decide to reveal the truth, but it's too late. It's almost out of desperation yeah. because they see how quickly. They are gaining this power and how strong the house is becoming, and so they say, "We can't wait anymore." Hey, this—you uh, know—your kid's not, you know, not kidnapped. It's right here, and of course, at this point, it's too yeah. late. Their power is too strong, and uh, they're lucky to get banished. Like, do uh, does House Bobo like send a finger of a uh, of to House Kong? Um, I think what happens is they—they uh, they go into the world stage. And show that the kidnapper, you know, sent this finger, and it turns out it's just one of their, uh, like, it's just the wife's toe, you know, yeah. that he cuts off <laughs> of House Bobo, and you know, he sends it to, to show as proof, you know, that uh, that the kid was kidnapped. Yeah. And you know, people again, like, they eat it up. It's a, it's a well-oiled, you know, machine of deception and lies. Yep. Now, is this gonna? Would this end with like the ape president like going on ape TV and? Uh Declaring the banishment. Um. Yeah. Or, I, or is it more of a monarchy? I, I like to think that it is. Uh, at uh, at the beginning of all this, there is a there is a balance where there you know all apes rule power in their own house, but yeah. no more. But this actually kind of uh, it's almost like voting for um, Senator Palpatine, you know, uh -huh. and it, uh, it it solidifies, and now it is a. Uh, it is an ape dictatorship. So, yeah. So this happens. Uh, House Kong gets banished, and then House Bobo kind of claims that uh, that balance, yeah, the balance cannot be sustained as is, and they need one unified leadership. Exactly. Under House Bobo. Mm-hmm. And uh, because they even, even though they banish uh, uh, House Kong, it is actually a you know a cunning political ploy to yeah. not murder them, you know, but to just banish them uh, so that it shows that there are wise leaders and yeah. that they need to kind of, uh, everyone needs to fall in line behind them. And this issue with House Kong kind of shows the importance of having one unified leader. <laughs> and it all falls to House Bobo's, uh, to House Bobo's way of uh, reckoning. And yeah. then they talk about brutal. They lead with an iron fist yeah. and it actually leads to the downfall of their civilization, yeah, it, it is a like a, almost an Emperor Nero 
uh, yes. you know, type situation. Like that, uh, that ape statue, that was a statue of House Bobo's leader, you know, at the time. <laughs> and um, so even though Kong doesn't know any of this, this is before he was born. Yeah. Um, it is symbolic when he returns and knocks the statue down and sits in the throne. It's almost like a full circle kind yeah. of thing. Playing bongos on the roof as ape Rome burned. <laughs> like, like, oh, you know what? He, uh, House Bobo elected a uh, giant horse to Senate. <laughs> a dragon to Senate. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be funnier. Yeah. I don't know. Giant horse is actually much funnier than a dragon. You can see dragons anywhere, yeah, but a, a giant six-story horse. Yeah, just a regular horse, a tiny, <laughs> a tiny little horse that uh, he lets to Senate. That'd be great. Yeah, to them it's their pets. It's like you know, it's like a hamster. Not e like it's it's even t like it it's it's like a beetle. <laughs> it's like imagine they give it a little a little wheel for it to trot on, like a hamster wheel. But it still gets its own giant throne. <laughs> like he has to lift it up and put it on his throne. Yeah. Well, not really. Like the throne has a corral in it. It's so, like, and there's there's it's there's a fence. There's so it never piles. leaves the yeah, throne. Yeah, never never leaves the throne because there's hay and then there's a there's a uh, stable boy scooping out the shit and uh, and people actually have to like house Bobo. They they make people, especially the the other houses, come and uh, ask. The horse for favors or you know, for <laughs> government, like oh, uh, Senator Horse, um, <laughs> Senator Senator uh, uh, Sea Biscuit, would <laughs> would uh, would it be proper for us if we can get an extension on our loan? And it like it taps a foot twice. Up oh, toes, no. I, I imagine the uh, uh, I imagine the stable is cut in half. Like there, are, there's two, there's two sections of the stable, and wherever it plops, uh, that's a yes or a no. <laughs> yep. Okay, I can buy that. And uh, when the revolution begins, and the people start turning on, uh, on House Bobo, like the uh, the, <laughs> the horse is guillotined. <laughs> yeah, the first thing to go. <laughs> yep. It's just an easy target for them, and it's like it's almost a symbolic yeah. thing. Like you treat us like kids, you treat us like we're silly, yeah. we're gonna turn this around on you, and we're going to execute this horse. <laughs> and, 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 uh, uh, Nero Bobo is, is distraught. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He, you know, it, you can't really get too many horses. No, yeah. you have to bring it down from the surface. Yep. And half of them implode because of that weird gravity <laughs> thing they were talking about. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough get. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so he's kind of upset, but also he's upset because it's like, you know, the the, the tides are turning, like, yeah. and the more people start to rebel against him, the more he feels he has to tighten his grip, and that just makes more people, you know, rebel against him. And, uh, I, I want to think that, you know, towards the end, Emperor, Bo Emperor Bobo was assassinated in the night uh, by a... A another ape councilman riding a unicycle. <laughs> I actually, I, I want to say, uh, I want to say that. Uh, do you have any more to thought? No, no, no. Oh, I, that was it. Um, I want to say that, uh, like, even though they, they, you know, they execute him somewhat early on with the, you know, uh, with the unicycle or whatever. Um, uh, well, no, the, the guy's riding a unicycle. Okay. Uh, I like, want. He, he, you know, Bobo just gets a dagger to the back. <laughs> I want it to be a, um, I want his wife to be, like, the real, uh, like, you know, the real cu uh, cu cunning, like, conniver. You know, like a Lady McApe kind of thing. <laughs> so, so Bobo isn't really, uh, Emperor Bobo is just the, uh, he, he's just the, the guy who- He's the fall guy. He's the fall guy, and, uh, Lady McBobo is, is, uh, <laughs> kind of the, uh, the string puller in the background. Yeah, exactly, and that's what makes her- uh, so devious and so uh, and such a strong, you know, uh, voice because she can almost sell anything because yeah. you know for a while the you know the houses were unified under this you know, supposedly strong leadership, but it was all for sh you know of uh, Bobo, but it was all yeah. for show. Uh, Lady McBobo was the uh, is the one that's doing all the you know all the plotting. You know, she's yeah. the one who's like, why don't you elect him to senator? That horse. 
That's a good horse. <laughs> and he's like, right. oh, they would not understand. They would not agree to that. You are in charge. You can do whatever you want. Right. So she, she did that, at, you know, just to uh, show that he's in charge, but also kind of lay some doubt. Yeah. In uh, case she has to kind of throw him under the bus. Like, I think she, she puts that there to not only, you know, have him show to the, the ape houses that he's in charge, uh, but also... You know, to show her husband that she is the one who's firmly in charge. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so she is a, you know, she is a strong but brutal leader, yeah. you know. And... So, so how how she get out of it? Um, she actually, uh, she actually gets uh, through one of the uh, portals. <laughs> she goes through one of the portals mm-hmm. and, um, it's actually her... Who murders uh, Kong's parents? Oh, jeez! Before they, uh, before she, uh, before she goes into hiding. I like to think that she's still alive and out there. And the next movie will feature Kong uh, learning about this and confronting her. Lady, Mc- Lady, Lady McBobo. McBobo. Yeah, is uh, oh, she has to be old by now. She's old, but she's powerful still because uh, uh, still, still a powerful matriarch. Because it's not just uh, it's not just physical strength that she has. Like, yeah, she's an ape. Of course, she has yeah. physical strength, <laughs> but she's also uh, cunning. Yes, yeah, she is much more clever than Kong himself. So it is a formidable adversary. Where do you think she is? Um, I think that she is living in. Uh, uh, I was gonna say. Uh, Skull Island, but she's not. She's got to no. be living somewhere else. Oh, she's... I see, like Fiji. <laughs> uh, I want to say Egypt. Egypt, buried under the sand. Like, uh, uh, like there. She, she's the, uh, she's the, the, the. Uh, what is it? The myth that there's something under the phoenix's paw, and uh, mm-hmm. and like if you, you know, if you open it up, that there's a uh, tunnel. That goes to this sleeping ape's chamber. <laughs> She's just waiting for her moment to rise again. Yeah. And uh, and what triggers it in the next movie is that um, she gets wind that, uh, you know, she gets wind that, you know, Kong is defeated or something, or Kong is dead. She, you know, she doesn't understand what's happening in the fight. Yeah. She thinks that Kong is dead. And so she feels, this is it, the last of my... The last of my enemies have fallen, and now yeah. it is time for me to rise up. Like, I, I imagine she's been sleeping for millions of years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, she's kind of surprised, uh, like, when she, uh, wakes up and, you know, the world of man has, you know, become ubiqu- ubiquitous. And, uh, you know, is now just this quartz that, uh, or, or does she, uh, immediately go back into political intrigue and starts running for senator. No, I think that's uh, I think that she's more observant at first, you know, okay. and uh, I also think that she's almost like Kong Gaia, you know she's just like uh, this giant you know, uh, like almost like there's earth growing out of her, trees growing out oh, of her Oh shit. Yeah, she is, she is ancient, you know. Alright, that's pretty awesome though. Mm-hmm. Like, uh alright. So so she, she doesn't wake up and go on a rampage. She has kind of I imagine she wakes up and sits down and just stares at a city for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, people start uh, people start living on her. You know? Yeah. Uh, because to her, this is you know, she presents herself, you know, as a like a, a force of nature, a spirit of nature almost. Yeah. So that these stupid humans will learn, you know, will will accept her as some sort of a uh, you know as some sort of titan. So and, this is like early humanity. Yeah. And, uh, and they, they worship her, and, you know, she is once again firmly in charge. Okay. And, and, and they wall her in a monument or something? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and, you yeah, because they don't know any better. Yeah. And, uh, when Kong, like, you know... She, she falls asleep, and, you know, for, I, I guess, uh, I guess the lore we're creating is that apes hibernate for millennia. <laughs> yeah. So they, she has falls asleep sitting up and they they build a monument around her I, uh, on some island actually i think when she falls asleep the reason that no one's seen her uh for thousands of years is because people think she's a mountain and when <laughs> and when it's time for her to arise like it's literally like seeing a mountain just come yeah. to life and stand up oh that's what it's just because the implicate the thought i had is that 
Alright, she fell asleep, but... Yeah, whatever society is around thought, Alright, that's a good place to dump all our waste dirt. <laughs> or excavate, like... Oh, we have a- we have a quarry here, we need to pile all this thing, might as well do it where all that- where that dead ape is before it starts smelling. Oh, I thought that people- they just- they just thought- think she's a mountain. Oh. Like she's- you know, they don't build just, anything just around her. Just over the years, like, uh, stuff has accrued around her. Yeah, exactly. Like, she is actually Everest. <laughs> that's a- that's a big ape. And, uh, bite your head off. <laughs> and uh, the movie starts with... You know, somebody climbing Everest. Maybe it's not Everest. It's just a, a, a mountain. But it starts with somebody yeah. scaling this mountain, reaching the top. It's like a group of hikers, and they're excited. And, you know, like, high five, bro. We just climbed to the top of this mountain, dog. And <laughs> I don't know who I, that uh, guy is. I, like, they uh, they start hammering the, the pole for their flag into the mountain, and, and then it, it starts bleeding. And they're like, oh, tubular, what's that? I don't know how people talk. And, uh, apparently. And, uh... Like, n nearby, like, you know, further down, you know, they, 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 like, what's going on? They just see, like, the rocks and everything just scale back, and it's an eye that opens. And she is awake now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just a, a, a wake of, uh, of destruction. Mm-hmm. And, like, now the only one who can stop it is... Kong. Like, yeah, Godzilla's going around doing his thing, but, you know, this is a more of a sequel to the Kong movie than, yeah. you know, so this is this is Kong's fight. So he wants to, you know, and, uh... And she's almost like an ape turtle. Like, she has the shell of mountain around her. Mm-hmm. And Kong has, you know, let's be honest here, Kong has a hard time fighting her. Yeah. And... And, uh... I, I don't want any humans to do anything to to save the day. I yeah. want it to be straight up Kong. <clears throat> like, how would Kong beat what essentially is a mountain? Huh. Like, other than just doing what he normally does and beats the shit out? Yeah, other than just punching it and opening it and ripping her mouth open. Uh, that's, that's tough. Like, uh, I, I would imagine he would have to bring her back down to the center world mm -hmm. and probably throw her into a volcano. Uh, I was thinking that uh, since apes can't swim and she's probably heavy, uh, um, <laughs> they just kind of, you know, they, they fight, you know, it takes place on an ocean or something, and uh, he she just goes dumps to Mar her. Yeah. He just dumps her in the trench. Yeah, the Mariana Trench. Like, she doesn't, I imagine she doesn't die. Mm -hmm. She's just there because she can't get back out because she's the, stuck. Because the pressure is so, so insane. So she's just waiting for another yeah. opportunity. But squeezes her down to normal ape size. <laughs> and, uh, she'll find her way up yeah. eventually. Like, I, I imagine the entire time she's gone, that's just her scaling the trench. Yeah, I imagine that, like, first of all, it takes millions of years for her to get shrunken down <laughs> to the size of that ape, and then it takes another million for her to balloon back up. Yeah, and get out of the <clears throat> trench. Because uh, it is... She has the bends that you would not believe. And, uh, when she does finally, you know, come out to Earth again, uh, the Ghostbusters are there and they just cross the streams and kill her. <laughs> it's easy. And all the viscera dumps on, uh, Walter Peck. Walter Peck. <laughs> He looks up and just, that's it, he's just done. He, ju he was just done uh, cleaning off all the marshmallow. And, uh, like, because again, she's, like, she's kind of almost Gaia-esque, so yeah. there's trees and rocks that fall on him, too. <laughs> just crushes him. <laughs> or maybe just his legs. He's just like, pinned under a boulder. It's like, ah! Oh. Ah. Oh. <laughs> that's a very gentle reaction to... Uh, he, he, you know, he's had a, he's had a hard day. <laughs> it's been one for the books. Yeah. Ah, you know, I should I should have left those Ghostbusters alone. Yeah, I would not be pinned under the rock from a giant ape. <laughs> I should have just I shouldn't even gotten out of bed today. <laughs> you you try and shut down one shyster, and and you get uh, crushed by a giant ape rock. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Oh well, that's life, I guess. That's my life anyway. Say lovey. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that that is the only way. That you can do a sequel to the Kong movie. I cannot and think of any other way to do it. Like, or that, yeah. Or probably it, just another big animal from or, the Or maybe, maybe he's, Kong is just uh, farming giant turnips like Thanos. <laughs> like, 
I, uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. I, I, I had a, a thought to say, but I don't have any thought to say anymore. What? No, no, no I, just... I, I literally, I forget the <laughs> thought that I was gonna say. Yeah, giant turnips like that. I was here, yeah. like... Hey, huh, could, what would Kong do with the Infinity Stones now that I think? It'd pro probably be bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat so he doesn't understand. Like, let's see, if he could wear a ga a giant gauntlet... I don't think he would need to. I think Kong would be strong enough to just hold the Infinity Stones by himself. And he can pretty much do whatever he wants. He makes a... I imagine that, like, not only do, you know, not only is there, like, an infinite amount of bananas that, uh, you know, that form, but I imagine, like, like, he changes little things, like, uh, like, like a kid. Like, he turns a Statue of Liberty into a giant statue of a banana. <laughs> and, yeah, then he, you know, or he maybe wishes for, oh, I want... So many bananas, like an infinite amount of bananas, and that just causes problems. Yeah, like it, it collapses into a star. A, bana a banana, banana black hole. Like, oh. <laughs> and he enters it and goes into the banana singularity. <laughs> and science doesn't know what's in there, but he does. And I'm guessing it's, uh... It's not good. It's just bananas. <laughs> it's bananas as far as the eye can see. Like, literally, like, you know, light cannot escape from these bananas. Like, it, it's bananas in ways science cannot calculate. <laughs> bananas in shapes and dimensions that that are not of this universe. And, like, at first, he he's in, he loves it. He, this is calm yeah. heaven. But then he realizes that, I kind of want to get out of this these bananas, but he just can't. <laughs> it's like, I do like bananas. But that's too many bananas. And he left the he left the stones, you know, in the universe. <laughs> oh, he snapped and they're broken. Oh. <laughs> so now he's just stuck in this banana reality, <laughs> where where particles are bananas. I oh and, no, here we go. And uh, you know, just bananas. And uh, have you ever eaten a five dimensional banana? It is not an easy banana to swallow. It is not an easy banana to pass. <laughs> uh, I imagine that, uh, like, at first, you know, he's kind of like Homer in the land of chocolate, where he's yeah. just, like, walking around and eating everything, and eventually... He becomes Homer when he comes to the people reality in the Halloween episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he, you know, he, he, he just doesn't like it anymore. No. Like, now there's a... Is there a giant banana, like, monster for him to fight to? No, I think he just gets tired of it and punches through the event horizon. <laughs> I, like, somehow he has a punch that, uh, exceeds the, uh, exceeds the, uh, exceeds C, and, and uh, okay. and, uh, you know, just punches through, uh, and, uh, the no, the point of no return. And, uh, I imagine he comes back to you know to Earth or whatever, and it's just like he uh, he's a little different. He's changed. Uh, well, depending on how long he's been there, there might not be an Earth left. Oh my gosh, he he's because yeah, he might have like from his point of view, it was maybe you know like two three weeks. Yeah, but you know, in a in a singularity, feasibly like the the you know, eons could have passed. Like he walks out, and there's you know. He just missed, like, heat death. So there's there's <laughs> nothing in the universe anymore except for uh, Kong. Uh, you know, Gaia had, uh, or, or Lady, Mc, Lady McBobo uh, absorbed the rest of the planet. <laughs> now they fight in space. Yeah, she, you know, she is this giant planet ape, and he's a man who is, he, or he's an ape made of bananas. And I imagine that uh, he wins the fight by trapping her in the banana singularity where yeah she's she's happy with it she's fine Every, yeah actually she's very happy with it and it kind of makes him mad i wish i could have lived in the banana singularity i could have made two <laughs> i could have made a bunch of them what did i do that for i i misplayed the whole situation all right now i just gotta eat these rocks <laughs> he, he takes a bite <sighs> I miss my bananas. Every now and again, he somehow, like, looks towards the banana singularity, and he can almost see the fun she's having. Like, she's riding on banana roller coasters and... <laughs> like, riding banana ponies? Yeah. And he's just... <sighs> just dumb. And that's it. That, that, 
That, that's the next Kong movie. It, 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 uh, it, it, it's a roller less, coaster of a movie. Anything less than that, and I will be thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> uh, these guys have set an insane bar for us to meet. Uh, Listen, can we do a movie? No. No, we can't do a movie like this. We'd be run out of Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know, though. It will give the audience something they've never seen before. Like, the MCU is gonna sue us if we do it, though. <laughs> like, you can't just take their Infinity uh, Stones and not expect them to be- And then, uh, Infinite Bananas? This is stupid! This is stupid! Alright, All right, maybe he finds an ape genie. No! No, that's even worse! Is the genie an ape? Well, of course. <laughs> and cut, and the, uh, the oil lamp is a, uh... Banana. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's banana shaped. It's, there's a whole banana theme we have going on. Well, he's an ape. Yeah. Like, apes like bananas. Uh, it's, that's all. That's all there is. That's all they do. They like bananas and wearing little tuxedos. <laughs> and riding on unicycles. And smoking cigarettes. Yeah. So yeah. on that note... Uh, King uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla yeah. versus Kong. Yeah, one uh, of those two. God. Uh, good movie. Uh, like I said, you're not gonna... You're, you're not gonna come out of this... You know, a different person or learning a moral lesson. It, it's it's a fun movie, uh, just to sit back and enjoy, yeah. and uh, I, I think it fully accomplished that task. Hey, it is a fun popcorn blockbuster. This is one of the. Mm -hmm. This is actually the first movie, you know, in a, in a in like a couple years I've actually been excited about seeing, like you know, before it came out. Yeah. And yeah, it kind of met the expectations I was hoping for it. So uh, yeah, give it a look because it, it's fucking awesome. Mm. And that'll be that. Okie dokie. Alright. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, take it easy now. A toodaloo. That'll be a little SOPs.